Welcome to the Heartland Community Church Podcast, a podcast designed to help you in your personal spiritual growth. This podcast is part two of the series, The Art of Letting Go, by lead pastor Eric Parks. Today's message is titled, Letting Go of Worry. Let's pray. God, I'm so grateful um, that you give us tools, that you really help us in the process of living the life you've promised. I pray that you would help us understand these tool sets, that you will give us courage to use them and give us strength and really knowledge beyond our years to deploy all that you've given us so that we might live the life you had in mind for us. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, here's a question. How many warriors do we have? Ah, Who's a worrier? Who's a worrier? Come on, who worries? Got a few? Okay, okay, okay. Now, look, I think all of us worry at some level, right? But some of us are like real bad at worrying, like real bad at worrying. And as a kid, I was thinking back about worry. And as you guys know, we're in this series, The Art of Letting Go. One of the things I've become convinced about is that worry is really a blocker when it comes to living God's best for us. It just is. I actually think it's one of the top um, few things, it's why we're talking about it right up top, that gets in the way of what God wants for us, like we worry. Um, And all of us have the capacity to worry at particular levels. Uh, I was thinking back when I was a kid, and I was actually, I don't know if you've known any worry-prone children, you know, like there's some kids that just like, their predisposition is a little worry. They just kind of worry. I was like one of those kids. I was a free spirit in some respects, but I remember thinking back, I worried about my homework. I worried about tests. That's probably normal. I, I definitely worried whether girls liked me or not because I was like a beanpole, just a skinny <laughs> kid, right? I worried about like my friends. I worried about moving because my dad um, and our job, we moved around a lot. And I remember thinking a lot about, are we gonna move to another city in another town? And then I remember third grade worrying a lot about a kid named Mike Nordstrom for the, like a whole semester because he was the biggest kid in third grade and I was the smallest. And for whatever reason, he just didn't like me. And so I worried like all the time at school, like he was gonna find me and beat me up or make me look stupid. Like worry, this is... This is what so many of us do. And, and I recently read a newspaper article about worry, and it said this. It says, worry has become the great American pastime. Now listen how they put this. This is how they put it. The rich worry about tomorrow because they have money and they're afraid they're gonna lose it. The poor worry about tomorrow because they don't have money and they don't know how they'll manage. The educated worry about tomorrow because they know so much to worry about. (laughs) And those that aren't so educated worry about tomorrow because they don't know what they should worry about. (laughs) The article goes on and says, the young worry about tomorrow because they wonder how they're gonna keep on living for 50 more years. And those that are older worry about tomorrow because they don't know how they're gonna live one more week. Mm. We, as people, we're a bunch of worriers. And here's a little secret about worry. Worry, I think, is one of the sneakiest of enemies Mm -hmm. because we naturally do it, and yet it really keeps us from really living. Now remember, we've anchored this series in the words that Jesus said in John 10, 10, that he came to give us life, not life support, but life abundant, right? To live, 
that that's what we're supposed to do, that, that through him and in him, greatness, like goodness, that, that is what we are to live in. And so I know this, that worry gets in the way. Now, Jesus had something to say about worry. He speaks very specifically about worry. In Matthew chapter six, listen to the words of Jesus about worry. He says this, so I tell you, don't worry about everyday life, which is every day and life, which is everything, right? He's like, don't worry about anything. He's like, he says, whether you, don't worry about whether you have enough food or drink or clothes. Doesn't life consist more food and clothing? Jesus goes on and says, look at the birds. They don't need to plant or harvest or put food in barns because your heavenly father, you notice how he says yours. He goes, your heavenly father, your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? And besides, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Can they? Of course not. See, let me say a few things about worry before we dive in. And this is for everyone who's listening. I'm not taking this lightly because the reality is that some of us struggle with worry and anxiety in ways that others of us don't. And actually science will tell you that we're wired in different ways that allow us either to be risk adverse, worry adverse, or more worry filled. We actually, there's this thing called GABA that's in your system and high levels of this stuff will cause you to act a particular way. So don't be judgy, that's what I'm saying. If you don't struggle with worry and anxiety and someone else does, don't judge them. You just were wired the way you were wired. Yeah. Now, second thing, we don't take this lightly because there's some folks that worry with crippling levels of worry and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that I'm, I think that having a well-qualified Christian therapist as part of your healing process, like this is really important. So you cannot feel bad if you're like, I'm struggling with this and I should just get better and I have to do it on my own. Not at all. If you're struggling with this stuff, like as a church, we're saying, find someone. We'll help you find someone yeah. to step into that. We'll help you find someone, yeah. right? So that's, that's what I wanted to start with worry. But let me say a few things about worry in general, right? Mm-hmm. So I was doing a little bit of research about worry, and this is the first thing I want to say about worry. Worry is sort of dumb. Now you say, why do you say that, Eric? Why do you say that? I'm like, here's what research tells us. Think about a hundred things that you worry about in a day, a hundred things. Here's what studies tell you. 40% of the things that we worry about, 40 out of the hundred, are worries, we worry about things that will never happen. Things that'll never happen. We spend 40% of our time in worries about things that will never happen. So we put all this energy worrying about something that never actually happens, whether it's in a conflict or something that is at work, it never actually happened. I heard someone say this, they said, worry's like sitting in a rocking chair. It's something to do, but it doesn't take you anywhere, right? It just doesn't take you anywhere. Well, this is, this is worry, like we spend so much time worrying and 40% of what we worry about will never happen. Now listen to this. 30% of the things we worry about can't be changed. So 30 out of the 100 things, we can't change them. They're in the past. I'm sure what you did was stupid. I'm sure you wished you didn't say it. I'm sure that, right? I'm sure. 
we worry and worry. You've, I'm sure you've had those moments where you, you were in a meeting and you said something so dumb and then you're just like kicking yourself all night. You're like, or you're in a conversation with your spouse and you're like, and now I'm sleeping on the couch. And it's like, and we, but th- it's done and we just worry and worry. So now, now put those two together. 70% of everything we worry about is either things that will never happen or things we can't change. Now, go back to Jesus' words, Matthew chapter six. Look, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is gonna, he says tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. But think about that. We worry about tomorrow and yesterday and those things, honestly, it's like that's 70% of the stuff we worry about. Now listen to the rest of what, what we can learn about. 12% of the things that we worry about is actually criticism from other people. 12%. We worry about what people think. What does my boss think? What does, you know, my friends think? Why did he look at me that way? What does my spouse think? You know, we we worry about it. 12%. And 10% of the things we worry about is our health, which is ironic because stress (laughs) makes us less healthy. (laughs) Right? So you add this up. Do you know that... Of the hundred things you worry about, only eight percent, eight of them, are actually real problems you're going to face. That's why I say worry's kind of silly. Think about all that time that we waste worrying, just worrying about like future, past, people, when in actuality, only eight percent. This is what I also know about worry, why I think it's kind of dumb, and it's why we have to internalize this. Is one, it spends a lot of time on something that honestly doesn't get us anywhere, and secondly, it just leads to more of the same. Like worry actually creates more worry. The more you do it, the more you do it. I think you remember, you guys remember, I was talking about the way that our minds work, and um, it's really true. John Orberg actually talks about the natural tendency of the mind right, and how we, we think. And he talks about our minds and every thought that we have has a positive charge or a negative charge. It, it goes one direction or the other. I sort of spoke about this last week. You either spiral upward or you spiral downward. But haven't you noticed like how the mind works? Have you ever been driving somewhere, long drive down East State Street, and you start, you get onto something and you go, how in the world did I get to thinking about this? You ever had one of those moments? And then you stop for a minute and you're like, you, is this thought that went to this thing, 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 and it all started at McDonald's? You had a thought about McDonald's and you ended up thinking about your fourth grade teacher. It has no connection until you start thinking, well, this is how the mind sort of works when it comes to worry, positive or negative charge stuff. And if every thought that we have has a charge, it, it, it sort of sort of leads us, you can sort of see like, if I worry, it'll lead to more worry. Yeah. Negative charge stuff. And then you know the idea of spiraling. You ever hear spiraling? And then you're spiraling and then you're spiraling. This is why the things we think about are so important. Researchers have found this, that when we're alone, when, when we're not distracted by activity or stuff or noise, our minds actually naturally drift towards discontentment. I think it's one of the reasons why we spend so much time on our phones, Instagram, Facebook. Like the natural tendency of the human mind is towards anxiety and inadequacy about the future. 
like when we're alone and we're not distracted. And, and it's actually a verifiable fact that humans, when we're alone with our minds, we, we drift towards these things, towards what, what the Bible would say is death. Mm. Worry. Worry robs us. And, and this, is, this is why I think worry is such a secret enemy of our souls. It's because worry of all the things we're gonna be talking about, it is like the fundamental kind of stealer of now. Mm-hmm. It steals now. It takes, mm-hmm. it takes you out of the present. It just does. Worry does. Worry is this poisonous thing. And it is poisonous. It's, it's bad for us physically. It's, it's bad for us emotionally. It's bad for us spiritually. Worry can make us sick. It cuts us off from people and from God. And so our series is The Art of Letting Go. Mm-hmm. So then how do you do it? How do you let go of worry? How do you, how do you just bowl it away? <laughs> well, I found one surefire method and it's based in a verse in Philippians chapter four. And the best way I can phrase it to help us remember, because I'm trying to give us little memory tricks that we can hold on to, because these are things that are gonna keep coming back. Like this is stuff we're gonna live in. So how do we let go of worry? I think it's really simple, three words. Learning how to be gratefully present now. Think about that for a minute. Gratefully present now. And it works. It actually works every single time you start to struggle with worry, anxiety, those kinds of feelings. Gratefully present now. Now listen to what the Apostle Paul says in Philippians chapter four, because he just lays it out. Mm-hmm. I'm just shortening this all down to three words, but he says this, don't worry about anything. Instead, in other words, he says, you, you can't do both of these things. He said, don't do that. Instead, do this. Yeah. He says, do this. Pray about everything and tell God what you need and thank him yeah. for all that he's done. Come on. He's like, be grateful instead in mm-hmm. this moment. And now listen what the Apostle Paul promises. If you do this, uh-huh. you will experience God's peace. If you do this. So he says it right here. He's like, instead of this, you do this and you will. It's an equation, yeah. right? You will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. And this peace, as we live in it, listen to what he says, it then guards your heart and your mind. The peace that we choose when we step into it, it's not just like a feeling, it's actually, it protects us. It's this spiral thing, right? If you think about it from a spiral thing, if the negative spirals down, the, the positive spirals up. Yeah. Like we spiral the other, you can spiral in a good direction. At the end of the day, what the Apostle Paul is telling us is what we know, that, that peace and worry, they cannot coexist. It's very, it, it's really, they just don't coexist well. It's hard to be both thankful and worry in the same breath. It's really, really challenging. And that's why the Apostle Paul goes on to say, now, fix your thoughts. In other words, put your thoughts, think about these things, things that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely. Yeah. Think about these things that are excellent and praiseworthy. See, every time you choose to be thankful in any moment, it is the same as letting go of worry. Now remember, I use this analogy, we we bowl. When you're bowling, 
you let that ball go and you feel real good about it, but 15 seconds later it comes back and that is the nature of worry because the truth is so much of what we worry about, even if it is fictitious and doesn't feel real, it's still in our minds and it comes right back to us. See, this is a practice of living where your feet are planted. Mm. See, this is why worry is so toxic is because it robs us of living in this moment. Because think about it, where are you at? You're some other place, some other world, some other time, some other things, some other deal. It's the car that I can't sell, the house that I can't fix, the marriage that is broken. What if, what if, right? Talk about it. Talk about it. Gratefully present now. You know, I wonder, like, all of you that are out there, what if in this moment you just stop? Mm. What if we just stop for a second? You stop worrying about everything you've been worrying about, preoccupied, put your phone down, unless you're watching this on your phone. (laughs) And I I want you in this moment to look around your life. And aren't there two things you could see right now that are pretty wonderful? Aren't there two things that right now in this moment, right now where your feet are, that are pretty amazing? Like right now in your home, it might be your wife that you maybe haven't seen in a bit. I don't know. You haven't seen her or your children that oftentimes they're running around and the schedule's so crazy and you're like, oh, I just can't wait until they get a little bit older. Then they get a little bit older and you're like, why did they leave? (laughs) Right? Like gratefully present now. The truth about worry is it's just a product of a life being lived somewhere else, just not here, just not really here. Come on. We're never here when we live in worry. We're, we're, we're never here because we never experience this moment. We never let ourselves experience this moment. We're preoccupied with what's next, what if, what could be. Mm. But when we're intentional, like in living in this moment, like gratefully present now, something happens to us. Like 2 Corinthians puts it this way. I love it. We use, these are God tools. Gratefully present now, it's a God tool. This is what 2 Corinthians says. When we use powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, which I would put worry in that. It's a warped philosophy, right? When we use these tools to smash this stuff, tearing down barriers erected against God's truth, I'd say worries erected against God's truth. Fitting every loose thought, every worry thought and emotion and impulse into the structure shaped by Christ. This is what we do. When we use these tools, we smash them down. We break them. Gratefully present now breaks worry. Now, look, just because you do it once again doesn't mean that it's always gonna be broken. You gotta do some smashing, right? You ever ever really got after something? You ever chop wood? I don't know. You just got to keep swinging. You got to keep going. Gratefully present now. I wonder what it would look like if that became a mantra, like just this week. I mean, just try it. What would happen if in the meeting you're gratefully present now? What if tonight at dinner you're gratefully present now? What if at the next time you have time with your kids, you're gratefully present now. And you force yourself into that mold. You go, I'm going to be, I'm gonna live where my feet are at. Mm. 
I believe it will change how you live. Amen. And I believe that is absolutely a key step in living the way Jesus had in mind. Listen, 1 John 3, living in God's reality. And this is what we want. This is what we want, Heartland. We, We want to live in God's reality. When we live in his reality, this truth, gratefully present now, right? What Philippians 4 is saying to us, when we live in this right now, It's how we shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there's something to it. Mm. Even when there's something to it. For God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do ourselves. He knows. He says, I got it. It's all good. Just be gratefully present now, right? We can do that. And this is part of the art of letting go. Let's pray. God, I pray that you would help us. In this reality, it is so important. Yes, God. So many of us are struggling with so many worries about tomorrow, especially in this season. It's hard yeah. with COVID and work, pay, sickness. If there's ever a moment We need to live gratefully present now in your presence. It is this one. So help us. Help us see what you see and help us believe what you said in 1 John, that you're greater than our worried hearts. Help us believe it, live in it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. We're gonna gonna keep diving through each of these topics and next week, we'll roll into a brand new part of letting go and really look at something that I actually think um, is something that gets in the way all the time and that's um, a broken heart. Mm. Like when our hearts get crushed and it's pain. So we're gonna look at that next week. So um, I'm so grateful that you join us online uh, and I'm, I'm really grateful a lot of you are extending invitations. Keep inviting your friends to be a part of this community. I know it's digital and it's not exactly how we want it, but the church has never been inside four walls, like we're the church. And so invite people into your world to experience this. And um, I look forward to seeing you all back here next week. Grace and peace. We'll see you. You've been listening to Letting Go of Worry with Eric Parks, lead pastor at Heartland Community Church. You can experience the entire service this message came from by going to heartland.cc and clicking on the watch page or on YouTube at Heartland CC Rockford, or you can watch it on the Heartland app. Thanks for listening.